You're listening to Kyle Warren. You know, the economy was doing pretty good. Uh, People around the country, they seem to have been doing pretty good as well. Gas prices were low. We didn't have really any inflation to speak of. And of course now, about a year and a half or so after Joe Biden comes into office, we've got inflation so bad and gas prices so high that the Fed is now going to continue, I think, to extraordinarily raise interest rates like they did this past week, another 75 basis points in order to combat inflation. Well, folks, we know how to combat inflation. They're just not doing it. Stay with us, folks. All right, welcome everyone around the globe and across the net. It is the Friday slash weekend edition. That's right, folks. It's the day of the week when we keep you entertained and informed a little bit more than we do throughout the rest of the week. If that's even humanly possible, and as always, we do our level best to send you off into your weekend with a smile. Thank you very much. A singing host making his contractually mandated and obligatory appearance here on the program. Folks, it is the Friday slash weekend edition. I'm Kyle Warren. Glad to be with you, of course. And it is Saturday, June the 18th, 2022. That's Saturday, June the 18th, 2022. That means, of course, that tomorrow, while being Father's Day, of course, it's Father's Day weekend. So a great big happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And of course, tomorrow. Tomorrow is June 19th, which means that it's Juneteenth, and that's the day that we commemorate as the day when the news of the Emancipation Proclamation finally reached black Americans still living in slavery in Galveston, Texas, uh, and of course the news of their freedom. So an incredibly important day in American history as we celebrate Juneteenth. I believe it's going to be observed on Monday, June the 20th, because of course this falls on a Sunday this year, but happy Father's Day to everybody and also happy Juneteenth as well. So we have so much more to tell you about on the program today as we get started. Uh, Don't forget you can go to my website KyleWarrenShow.com. That's KyleWarrenShow.com. There you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on other social media. You can find me on Parler as well and you can send me a direct message. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Lots of other great stuff right there at KyleWarrenShow.com. Glad that you're here. Glad that we're spending some time together here on this weekend and you know we We started in the intro talking about inflation and folks, there really isn't, there are no no signs that inflation is going to somehow start to get better anytime soon. Yes, I know that the Fed raised the interest rates by 75 basis points this week, but really that I think is the start of more interest rates hikes that we're going to see in very, very short order. Now there's a couple of different schools of thought. Well, do you, do you bring it down or bring down the hammer, I suppose, is it? as it were, uh, with these uh, these huge rate hikes very, very quickly in quick succession and try to, quote, knock out inflation? Um, or do you sort of go a little bit slower and dribble it out um, and uh, then you sort of have a lot longer period, theoretically, uh, that uh, of, uh, of more misery out there? Well, you know, folks, I really don't think that they are really addressing the problem
problems uh, that led to the inflationary pro- uh, cycle that we see right now. Um, because back during the uh, Trump administration, right before the changeover to the Biden administration, the economy seemed to be doing pretty good. Uh, Americans seem to be doing pretty good uh, with their finances. Gas was cheap, um, and uh, you know, inflation was non-existent. Really, yes, COVID created an entirely different sort of animal. Uh, we know that, but generally speaking, I think even even putting COVID into it, even putting COVID into it, the recovery had it been under Trump or the Trump policies. I think we wouldn't be having this conversation right now about $6.50 gasoline. Yes, near my house, it's about $6.49. I saw it yesterday. Uh, yeah, right, right now, $6.49. It's $6.39 directly down from my home. Uh, but around my community, I, I keep my eyes open. I look at the gas prices. And uh, there doesn't seem to be any end in sight for this. And uh, right now is the market bearing $6.50 a gallon here in Southern California? And the answer is yes. It seems to be bearing it, but I think it will bear it for a very short period of time. $7 a gallon gasoline is another psychological milestone, in my opinion. Um, And as far as we go down this rabbit hole of inflation, um, I just really do see that people are going to start making major changes. There are other little observations that I have as well restaurants aren't full at lunchtime. I mean, they're not even near full. And the prices, and I know I've mentioned this in the past, the prices are high. If you're getting to the point now where you want to go to a casual dining restaurant and have lunch, and it's $50 by the time you add everything up and and give the, the server a tip, um, people are going to start making radically different decisions about what they do for lunch every day. Not to even mention dinner time. Uh, right. Uh, if, or take your family out for dinner because just go to the grocery store. It's, it's also incredibly expensive. This is all related. So what am I getting at? I'm getting at this. Of course, now you're hearing that, um, uh, uh, the Biden administration may want to send out these uh, rebate uh, 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 bank cards and stuff like this. You know, <laughs> here, here you go. You know, here's a little, here's a little bonus for you. Uh, you know, here's a little bit. You know, try to offset those high gas prices and and stop complaining. You know, <laughs> this kind of thing. Well, but they're not getting at the actual underlying problems that were brought about in large part by the Biden administration. You know, as I mentioned, during the Trump era, you know, things were going pretty well. Gas was comparatively cheap um, and things were running along. Um, But Biden made all these different moves in order just to spite Trump in so many ways. And he also is making good on this campaign uh, promise or or comment that he made during the campaign to a young lady where he said, basically, we're going to get rid of fossil fuels. We're we're guaranteed we're going to get rid of them. And well... Look around you. I mean, this is starting to happen in the sense that it's making it so onerous to be able to own and operate a vehicle and get places. And yet, you know, the Biden administration goes merrily along. So, you know, are they completely inept or is this all part of a design? Well, both of those things are bad because the end result is that everyday Americans are suffering very badly. And with the interest rate hikes and the real estate market's going to change dramatically, all, all these things are happening. And yet we're supposed to only be worried 
about January 6th, stuff like that. So, folks, do not be deceived. <laughs> okay, we'll be You're right back. Stay right there. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETS can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETS helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit AmVets.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. <laughs> Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is. And thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards, for that great intro and liner here on the program. And folks, don't forget, once again, you can go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. You can subscribe to the podcast. And you can find us on all these other great podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify as well, Podcast Republic, and others. Simply go to kylewarrenshow.com, and we keep going up and up and up, just like the music is doing right there. And, of course, why are we going up and up and up just like the music is doing right there? That's because of you, the listener. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for telling your friends about the program. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, letting me know where you are and sending me messages and so forth. Um, also, a welcome to everybody who's finding this program uh, from hearing my appearances on the Captain's America 
Third Watch radio program. And of course, those of you who know, I'm on the Captain's America six nights a week. It all starts at 2 a.m. Pacific. Pardon me, 2 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's 11 p.m. Pacific. And uh, you can go to KyleWarrenShow.com. There we have links to listen live to Captain Matt Bruce's flagship station of AM860, The Answer, there in Tampa, Florida. So we are live, literally, on both coasts each night of the week. The captain on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast, and uh, we talk about all of the different political events, all of the news events of the day, and it really is tomorrow's news tonight. So we encourage you uh, to tune into the Captain's America Third Watch radio program six nights a week, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern Time. And again, simply go to KyleWarrenShow.com for links to listen live to AM860, The Answer, or also the show is broadcast via satellite over the GCN network, and we have a link right there on Kyle Warren Show as well uh, that will take you to the direct link that you can listen to the program anywhere, anytime. By the way, there's a loop that plays on the pro for the program so you can continue to listen to the previous program uh until the new one comes up live uh six nights a week and uh, you can also go to the captain's america third watch.com that's the captain's america third watch.com and by the way captain matt bruce has asked me to tell everybody listening to this program about the great folks at mypillow.com that's mypillow.com that's mike lindell of course now recently you may have heard mike lindell uh was um canceled out of Walmart. Walmart decided not to carry the MyPillow products anymore, and really that is not going to change anything about the great deals. In fact, I think you get even better deals now because everything that they have is at MyPillow.com. So go there today. Uh, you can check out the Giza sheets. I have the Giza sheets, by the way. You can check out the slippers. they got a brand new style of slippers. Mrs. Professor has a pair of, of the MyPillow slippers. She loves them. Um, also, uh, we have my pillows. My everybody in my family has a my pillow. We wouldn't sleep on any other pillow other than the my pillow. Uh, so you definitely want to check it out. Go to mypillow.com. They got some great, uh, great uh, deals. Simply scroll down to the radio listener specials page. That's the radio listeners specials page. Click on that, and you'll see all of the great deals. I think they still got some great buy one get ones or bogos going on. And so again, that's mypillow.com. Don't forget to use the promo code CAPTAIN. That's This is the most important part. You want to use the promo code CAPTAIN when you check out to see the deep discounts and get the great savings as well. And uh, so simply put in promo code CAPTAIN before you check out. Now, if you don't want to go on the internet and put your credit card information in, you can call them as well at 1-800-641-5459. That's 1-800-641-5459. Tell them what you want. And then, of course, all together now, the promo code is captain and tell them that promo code you'll be helping out the captain's program and you you'll be helping out this program as well and uh, we really really appreciate it you won't be sorry the my pillow products are great and uh, we have them we use them and uh, you will not find i think uh, better uh, slippers better sheets better pillows and oh i forgot to mention the towels the towels are also amazing so you definitely want to pick up uh, one of these great things, plus a, a host of other products that you can choose from at MyPillow.com. Okay, well, I was just, um, during the break, 
I was looking around here and I saw because I was going to talk about Joe Biden and a comment that he made. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Uh, but first, I want to tell you about there looks like there's a report from Saturday um, in Delaware for, near Biden's Delaware Beach home. Uh, he fell off his bicycle, evidently. He appears to be fine. Uh, but uh, this uh, from Newsmax, President Joe Biden, 79, fell off his bike. During a ride with Secret Service Saturday morning near Rehoboth Beach Home, his Rehoboth Beach Home, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, in Delaware, according to reports, photos and videos captured the fall moments after he waved and said, good morning, just before 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Biden fell when he tried to get off his bike at the end of a ride Saturday at Cape Henlopen State Park but said he was not hurt, the Associated Press reported. I'm good, he told reporters after Secret Service agents quickly helped him. I got my foot caught, he said, in the tow cages. Uh, there were Biden, 79, and First Lady Jill Biden uh, were wrapping up a morning ride when the president decided to pedal over to a crowd of well-wishers standing by the bike trail. Biden, who was wearing a helmet, took the spill when he tried to dismount, falling on his right side and rolling onto his back before being helped up. He quickly collected himself, according to the report, said he was fine or said he was okay. Uh, the uh, White House is saying that he's, quote, fine and doesn't need medical attention. So that's good. Uh, you know, obviously, that's a, um, a very concerning thing. Um, anybody who's 79 years old and they fall off a bicycle, um, that's a that's a very very uh, very concerning thing. So we wish the president well. Hope he's okay, and uh, obviously no ill effects uh, from taking from taking such a fall. But this does point up, of course, folks, the notion of uh, an aging Biden. Not just and really, you know, the age thing too. I mean, even in this day and age, I don't think the age thing is necessarily the overriding factor um, in terms of whether or not people run for office. But I do think it's what we observe with Joe Biden. And it pains me to say it, but it's what we observe with Joe Biden, uh, the, uh, the, the, the problems that he has. You know, I'm trying to find a, a way to phrase it, you know, not so. I, I, in other words, I don't want to come off as being mean-spirited about this because he's obviously suffering from something. We've been talking about it. In fact, I mentioned to the captain on the air the other night, you know, we've been talking about this forever. We've been talking about Biden's cognitive problems and all of his inabilities and, and these strange things that have been going on because, and we were talking about it in the context of, um, of Democrats these days are getting ready to try to jettison Joe Biden as fast as they possibly can. One would think either through a 25th Amendment um, or just pressure to resign uh, because they see these numbers. They see where the country is going. They see the inflation. They know there's no fix on the horizon. They know things are getting worse, not better. And Biden is not able to steer the ship. It's just that simple. And uh, so it, whether Republican or Democrat, I mean, this is obvious. Now you've got hardcore you know, Biden, no, he's good. He's tough it out and this kind of stuff. And, you know, I get it. And, you know, but that's sort of, it, it, you file that into the category of, well, there's just very hardcore. They're never going to see the light on this. But there are going to be a lot of other Democrats. And I thought it was interesting, too, because AOC the other day says, you know, uh, she would not really come out and say she would definitely support him. You know, she's going to cross that bridge, basically, I'm just sort of paraphrasing here. And she laughed when she was asked about it. Uh, and, you know, it's it's getting worse for Biden. 
Um, but Biden, of course, he's having more of these kinds of, of issues. Now, uh, just recently, of course, uh, he was uh, giving a speech um, and uh, he talked about uh, the Joanne Storrs CFO who had passed away, I believe, just the day before. But listen to how he phrased this uh, to his uh, to the uh, to the to the audience there. It was a little bit inappropriate. I think we have time for this. Yeah, I, I think we do. Let's 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 listen in. I spoke to the CEO of Joanne Stores. Wade is here. Wade, stand up so everybody sees you here. Wade McCollum. And by the way, my sympathies to your the family of your F, uh, uh, your, your CFO who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to their family. It's tough stuff. <sighs> I, how do you re- even react to that? I, you know, I, honestly, you know, it's it's not funny because someone had passed away, but it is telling how Joe Biden uh, reacted to that or tried to extemporaneously because you notice that all of a sudden he shut down. Like he was trying to find the word CFO or the letter CFO to say, and he shut down. So, you know, uh, they, they dropped dead. Well, that's not very comforting, I hate to say. And uh, again, so it's not funny and in and of itself, it's because it, it's dealing with an actual uh, death, you know, someone actually passed away. But it's very telling about how Joe Biden um, is is coming along with all this. And so it's not so much age. It's what's happening with the person. And even Democrats, they're they're trying to find a way. Uh, that they can't have, they don't have to support Joe Biden ever again uh, for president. Okay, folks, stay right there. We have a lot more on the other side of the break. You're listening to Kyle, don't Warren. go anywhere. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more. So stay right there. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on the Kyle Warren Show. Atheists are zeroing in to wipe out the remaining vestiges of biblical principles still recognized throughout a republic. And if they succeed, the small flame of liberty still flickering will be snuffed out, perhaps for good. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. My dad told me long ago that our nation will only be as strong as our families. When one observes what has transpired since the days of John Dewey or Dr. Patrick Grunzaka, a strong proponent of today's transgender movement, along with every leftist, represents a determined mission of eradicating truth from throughout every aspect of life here in America. Leftists have gained so much control that even Christians and so-called conservatives now compromise in their arguments and physical efforts to engage in the clear and present war between good and evil, which may soon reveal either restoration or destruction of this legendary land of liberty. The Founding Fathers were not perfect men, but in both public strategy and numerous writings acknowledged and paid homage to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or as Thomas Jefferson would say, God or nature's God. In my opinion, and based upon historical events and data, it would be wise to once again seek to be one nation under God before we are soon one nation gone under. I'm Ron Edwards. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. You're listening to See me on the freeway when I go topless. 
All right. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through and rocketing through this Friday slash weekend edition. We have so much more to tell you about as we continue. And don't forget, you can go to kylewarrenshow.com. That's kylewarrenshow.com. Find out how you can subscribe to the podcast. And also, check out my appearances six nights a week on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program with host Captain Matt Bruce as uh, we uh, uh, talk about all of the different events of the day, the political events. It literally is tomorrow's news tonight. Everything starts at 2 a.m. Eastern Time, 11 p.m. Pacific. Pacific, go to kylewarrenshow.com for links to listen live. And uh, once again, we're happy that you're uh, along with us here on this program today because we have a lot more uh, to tell you about. And, uh, you know, we just talked about Joe Biden and uh, uh, sort of his inappropriate uh, uh, way of uh, phrasing things. But again, I think that goes to what is happening with Joe Biden. Um, and uh, so are Democrats getting ready uh, to try to do something different, especially when it comes to 2024? Well, the midterms, of course, are um, absolutely uh, going to drive that, I think. But this is from this is a CNN opinion piece. OK, this is from Julian Zeiser, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Ask the question, should President Joe Biden run for re-election? It's a question that is now circulating in the media with ongoing stories about Democrats who are considering whether or not another candidate might be better positioned to win 2024. Given Biden's low approval ratings and a host of problems from inflation to gun violence that plague the country, Democrats are increasingly worried about the president's ability to win a second time. And with former President Donald Trump contemplating whether to announce his candidacy for 2024 in the coming months, the stakes couldn't be any higher, he writes. The findings of the House Select Committee on January 6th, which highlight the grave danger Trump posed to our democracy, only amplify these concerns. Okay, so he's this is how he's setting it up. But he goes on to say, uh, he says, uh, uh, the uh, well, the speculation is certainly real. It's far too premature, he writes, for Democrats to be seriously considering other options. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you know, I talked about the hardcore, you know, I, maybe this is guys part of the hardcore. So it's too far. It's too premature to be seriously considering other options. He goes on to say, in fact, these kinds of debates only weaken Biden's standing, diminishing his political capital in Washington and making it more difficult for him to act as a strong leader in the coming years. <laughs> I'm tell I'm I'm. I'm cracking up, folks. This is this is funny. Uh, it's it's funny because number one, this has nothing. The, the fact that Joe Biden's political capital is diminished, I don't think has anything to do with whether or not Democrats um, are thinking about. Well, is Joe Biden really going to be the best uh, thing moving forward for 2024? Because it's already there. It's already completely obvious to everyone. It's obvious to Americans. It's obvious to uh, the uh, the communist Chinese government in in, uh, in Beijing. Uh, it's obvious to Putin in Moscow. It's obvious to everybody. And I hate to say that because I get it. I understand. I you know we have to have a strong a, a strong uh, projection in the world. But then he says. 
It'll make it difficult for him to act as a strong leader in the coming years. Can you please show me, can you please tell me where Joe Biden is being a strong leader other than the fact that, uh, I mean, I guess if you count ruining the energy um, industry in this country um, and thereby causing prices to skyrocket, uh, if that's your goal, then I guess he's, quote, leading. But come on, I mean, I'm being facetious. Joe Biden isn't a strong leader. He never has been a strong leader. This has nothing to, it, Joe Biden has never, I think, really had to be in charge of really anything. And, um, you know, yes, other other senators have come in to be president and so forth uh, in history, but Joe Biden has never been in a, a position, as far as I know, to have to ever have run something. And I don't mean run a committee. I mean, actually run something. And, um, you know, uh, this is why many ways, so many ways, you have governors who ascend to the presidency uh, in, or in the case of Donald Trump, people reacted to the fact that he is a decisive leader. Now, whether or not you like Trump's personality or his tweets or all that kind of stuff, that's beside the point for this. And that, But because people see somebody like Donald Trump. Um, who's very unique in so many different ways, obviously, but um, but they see him as a decisive leader, someone who knows how to make a decision and how to get from point A to point B, and who can understand problems, break them down, and get you to the solutions. That is what leadership is about. So for this author to simply say, well, it's making it tough for him to be a strong leader, <laughs> you know, come on, man. That, that's a Joe Bidenism, isn't it? Come on, man. He goes on to say, barring any major bombshells or revelations, the notion that Biden should relegate himself to one term doesn't make much sense on paper. Although his opponents like to paint him as a total failure, Biden's legislative accomplishments stack up well when compared to other presidents at this stage in their first terms. <laughs> the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act are two major initiatives that passed despite intense polarization and the Democrats' narrow majorities in Congress. Both pieces of legislation have been integral to the nation's recovery from the pandemic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's the weekend show, so we have a little bit more fun, right? <laughs> it's the weekend show, uh, so we laugh a little bit more. So I know you're laughing along with me. Um, the, re the what? The recovery? Okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. This goes into the whole point of don't believe your lying eyes when you look around. And, you know, oh, well, we got some jobs numbers that people are. Well, guess what? I think that it's really out of context in terms of the recovery is going well and the jobs numbers are there and this kind of thing. But inflation is taking over. All right. Kind of like the the dinosaurs in Jurassic World, right? They're, they're taking it's taking over. Right. It's supplanting. It is going to be the new paradigm. The new paradigm is high prices. The new paradigm is shortages. The new paradigm is make do with less. Oh, we even mentioned shrinkflation. What about the shrinkflation? Right? Okay, you're not going to get as many chips in the bag. You're not going to get as many uh, sheets of uh, in the Kleenex uh, box. Uh, you're not going to get as many this or that. And they cut it down and cut it down. It's an illusion and I understand why companies do this, right? Uh, it's the illusion that you're not paying more, but you are getting less. Uh, because otherwise, they'd have to really start raising. If, if they raise their prices commensurate with what inflation is doing, I'm not justifying it. I'm saying that if they did so, I think you'd have an even bigger problem. 
And by the way, I heard the other day Frank Luntz saying that uh, by July the 4th, this is when Americans are really going to come face-to-face with the major problems of inflation. They're going to come face-to-face with it because they're going to go to the store and they have to fill up a bunch of stuff for cookouts or they're going to fill up their tanks and go somewhere, right? It's one of the biggest uh, travel days, especially over the road. Um, And they're just going to really start coming face-to-face with this stuff. And uh, as he was explaining it, you know, there'll just be an explosion, basically, of, uh, of inflation in terms, I think, of the perception of it. And that's going to also create a major major uh catastrophe in our economy so you can talk about the recovery all you want but it's not gonna it we're not going there um and he goes on to say i want to mention one more thing from this article on foreign policy biden has enjoyed considerable strength success right i should say considerable success strengthening nato and ratcheting up economic sanctions against russia while providing critical aid to ukraine oh yes well biden so decides what a leader he's a leader Really? Okay. Uh, I don't really think. Well, and by the way, NATO is strengthening despite Biden. Uh, with, without Biden, it's strengthening because they are next door to Russia, right? And so they, they see, um, and in so many ways, the, the need to be very strong and be ready for, um, for any kind of incursion, whether it's the Joe Biden, uh, we don't know if it's a minor incursion. We'll have to see. I mean, that's not leadership either. <laughs> oh, we'll have to see. We're just going to have to see whether or not, whether it's a minor incursion or whether it's a full-on invasion. Then we'll sort of figure out what we're going to do next. So, it, and oh, I, I don't know if this uh, gentleman who wrote the article, I don't think he mentions, when Joe Biden said that we were going to go to war with China when they invade Ukraine, uh, pardon me, when they invade Taiwan, and they will invade Taiwan. Um, it's a matter of time. I don't know if it's this year, next year, five years from now, who knows? But at some point, I think it will happen. Um, But uh, Joe Biden said we were going to go to war with them. So is that strong foreign policy as well? I mean, of course, the White House had to clean all that up. They have to clean stuff up from the president all the time. And this is why we're foundering so much, folks. And I'm not just anti-Biden. Oh, Kylie's just anti-Biden. No, I'm not trying to be anti-Biden. I'm trying to point out that when you make statements like this, like you're hurting, hurting him from being a strong leader. No, no, because all this is out in the open. So you can't message your way out of it again because this is the way Democrats do and liberals do. They message their way out of everything and they try to make, they gaslight you. No, no, you're crazy. You're not really seeing what you're seeing. Isn't that something? All right, (laughs) stay right there. We have much more to tell you about. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kyle Warren. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You can do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. 
Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's Plug-In to E-Cycling Partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug-in. In sports, five games were featured in Hockey Action last year. Every year, millions of people rely on portable generators when they lose access to electricity. But some of them don't understand that a portable generator's carbon monoxide emissions can kill if their generators are used indoors. So we're here to clear the air. Always take your generator outside, away from windows and doors. When you take it outside, you distance yourself from the dangers of carbon monoxide. For more safety tips, visit TakeYourGeneratorOutside.com. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to KyleWarrenShow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Kyle Warren Show. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue to race through and rocket through this Friday slash weekend edition. Hope that you have some great weekend plans and great weekend happenings from wherever you're listening to us from. And, of course, once again, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And uh, hope that uh, you have some great, uh, great things going on. Um, okay, so once again, we have so much to tell you about as uh, we come into the last segment here for the uh, for the program today. And, uh, you know, the whole thing that happened with the Stephen Colbert uh, staffers, uh, is really quite extraordinary. Uh, this all started to come to light um, late yesterday. Uh, we talked about it uh, with Captain Matt Bruce, of course, on the Captain's America Third Watch um, this morning, earlier this morning on the Captain's America. And uh, it seems that a group of staffers from the Late Show with Stephen Colbert, uh, which included now these were these were uh, evidently high level producers, uh, contributors, Robert Smigel, um, the comedian. I think he does. Uh, the uh, triumph the dog he's also he he did stuff on like the only i think the original saturday night live long ago as well uh contributed stuff he wasn't a player but he contributed uh, short films or something like that so he's been around for a long time uh, so these are are very uh, important people to this program i'm sure and they were found going through the capitol building and the capitol offices i should say uh, unescorted 
unauthorized after hours. They shouldn't have been there. And according to the reports, they were let in by the likes of the offices of, of Adam Schiff and uh, two other representatives, one from Massachusetts and one from Florida, I believe. Um, it's getting a little bit of reaction from Twitter. Uh, as you might you might imagine this from Fox News, uh, they quote some of these some of these tweets. One of them is from Molly Hemingway, by the way. Molly Molly Hemingway tweets: What did the J six committee know, and when did they know it about the Colbert insurrection at the Capitol? Good question. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. The article says the U.S. Capitol police said the individuals were charged with unlawful entry. This is an active criminal investigation and may result in additional criminal charges after consultation with the U.S. attorney, the Capitol Police added. Now, of course, according to the initial reports, they were in there trying to they were doing something for a sketch or a bit or something. But they seem to be to be banging on the doors of uh, representatives like Kevin McCarthy, uh, Jim Jordan as well. So Lord only knows what they were doing in there, but they were unescorted. They got let in by evidently members of Congress or their agents. Um, and uh, they're being charged with essentially the same thing that many are being charged with from the actual events of January the 6th. Mark Simone uh, tweeted is quoted in this Fox article. This is exactly what the January 6th prosecutors are uh, protesters rather are charged with. So will these Colbert creeps get the same no bail solitary confinement treatment? Uh, Jason Storm Nelson uh, uh, tweets again quoted in this article. I'd say the Colbert staffers should get 60 days in prison, a year of probation and need Uncle Sammy's permission to apply for a target card. Uh, then another person under the handle Mr. T2 uh, tweets out Stephen Colbert needs to be raided by the FBI every Democrat member of Congress who assisted with this needs to be expelled well certainly now just whenever we get stories like this you, you reverse it you, you kind of see exactly what the reaction would be from the mainstream media and certainly from the Democrat Party elite. If you were just to reverse it, if this was somehow, if this was Project Veritas or something and they got led into the Capitol after hours unassisted uh, or rather uh, un, um, unescorted um, and it was they were led in by Republicans. That would be, a, this is a major breach. Our democracy is under attack again. How do we even know? And what 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 could they have done? And, and this kind of thing. It would just go on and on. So whenever you just reverse it, you'd know exactly what the reaction would be. The problem with the uh, Democrat Party elite, and generally speaking of the left in this country, is that they have two sets of justice ideas. Okay, it's whenever one of their agents, one of their ilk does something and it's completely wrong, they justify it in many in so many ways. And they say, well, this is okay. Uh, This is for the greater good. We can protest outside the homes of Supreme Court justices because uh, this is uh, just so wrong. We're going to get there. We're going to make them hear what we're talking about. And then we're not going to, you know, condemn things like attacks on pro-life facilities and these kinds of things because because we're right. You know, this is so important. And but without without um, calling for justice with an even hand, they show their true colors. They show exactly what they're really all about. They show exactly how they're so willing to throw away the very protections that protect you and me, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, conservative, or liberal, or whatever. And that's what's missing from, from the Democrat Party elite. 
is that they will not say this was wrong. This should be dealt with. And because you've heard me talk about this on this program and also on the Captain's America as well, in no uncertain terms. January 6th, when people went into the Capitol building, they knew they shouldn't have been there. They knew they shouldn't be vandalizing. They knew that they shouldn't be doing any of these kinds of things. And they are going to be prosecuted for it, right? Because we have to have some kind of rule of law, right? And I don't want to get into the whole January 6th thing, but I am I try as best as I possibly can to be very even-handed on things like this. And so I feel that I have a, a good perspective. And, but there are many of those on the far left that just don't care. They, they, they really honestly believe that, that they have to uh, apply things in such a specialized way. And that just goes to more division in this country. And uh, so where's Adam Schiff and all this? Oh, good brother. I, I just, it is, it is absolutely amazing to me that Adam Schiff can, with a straight face, say the things that he says, do the things that he does. Because, you know, the other day Adam Schiff said, well, guess what? You know, we're going to, we think we're, I think we're going to have enough evidence to, uh, to indict Donald Trump, right? That was the soundbite that day. This was just a few days ago. And, and I immediately told the captain, as we were talking about this on, on his show, um, that, uh, that uh, well, wait a minute, didn't Adam Schiff tell us before that there was enough information, enough evidence, that was the word actually, evidence, evidence out in the public domain, the public realm, to prove that Donald Trump was a Russian agent, right? This was back during the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. And so Adam Schiff, you know, talk about misinformation, disinformation, you know, uh, the very same people in the um, in the Democrat administration who want to establish the Ministry of Truth, you know, they just roared by Adam Schiff, right? They just roared by him. There, there's no way. I mean, I mean, they they could they could write a book. I mean, like volumes on Adam Schiff and the stuff he does, right? As misinformation, but it see, it doesn't matter. The whole point is, it doesn't matter doesn't matter what the misinformation is from the Democrat side or the liberal side or the far left. doesn't matter because they get it out there. Um, and, and they honestly believe that people are so stupid uh, that they are only going to get their news from some kind of social media thing and, and they're going to believe it. Um, and so they go out and say whatever they want. But uh, obviously, but then this is another reason why they have to establish the disinformation board and whatever it is, um, because they want to make sure that that uh, that actual information uh, is never heard, because uh, otherwise they can't go out there and just blanket you with their misinformation. It just it just it's it's very frustrating, I know, to the American people. But here's the thing: I think here's the the the, the good news, folks. The good news is is that people do not believe them anymore they're being told they're being told right that um that uh, you uh, uh the inflation is not that bad you know it's all it's all going to be okay uh it's an incredible transition uh that uh, we're finally going to get rid of fossil fuels and you're just having electric cars so don't worry about this gas thing and, and on it goes but people don't believe them because they see what's happening and they realize that we're not going to simply have a message given to us that we okay, all right, whatever you whatever you say, it's all good. Just as it's just as long as Donald Trump isn't tweeting on Twitter, just as long as that's not happening, everything's fine. 
as long as we just, in fact, Rob Reiner tweeted the other day, the only, I, I just think it was uh, sort of uh, the gist of it was the only way to save democracy was to indict Donald Trump or something like that. It's like, <sighs> they want you to, to, to really think these things. All right. Well, I, I think we're actually starting to run out of time here for the program, folks. But thank you for listening. Thank you for spending some time with us here on the Weekend Edition. And we will see you bright and early on the radio on Monday morning and right back here next time. Until then, everybody out there around the globe. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.